Section twenty three of the Brothers Karamazov by Fyodor Dostoevsky. Translated by Constance Garnett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Bruce Peary. Book three, chapter ten. Both together. Alyosha left his father's house feeling even more exhausted and dejected in spirit than when he had entered it. His mind, too, seemed shattered and unhinged while he felt that he was afraid to put together the disjointed fragments and form a general idea from all the agonizing and conflicting experiences of the day he felt something bordering upon despair which he had never known till then towering like a mountain above all the rest stood the fatal insoluble question how would things end between his father and his brother dmitri with this terrible woman now he had himself been a witness of it he had been present and seen them face to face yet only his brother dmitri could be made unhappy terribly completely unhappy there was trouble awaiting him it appeared too that there were other people concerned far more so than alyosha could have supposed before there was something positively mysterious in it too ivan had made a step towards him which was what alyosha had been long desiring yet now he felt for some reason that he was frightened at it and these women strange to say that morning he had set out for katerina ivanovna's in the greatest embarrassment now he felt nothing of the kind on the contrary he was hastening there as though expecting to find guidance from her yet to give her this message was obviously more difficult than before the matter of the three thousand was decided irrevocably and dmitri feeling himself dishonoured and losing his last hope might sink to any depth he had moreover told him to describe to katerina ivanovna the scene which had just taken place with his father it was by now seven o'clock and it was getting dark as alyosha entered the very spacious and convenient house in the high street occupied by katerina ivanovna alyosha knew that she lived with two aunts one of them a woman of little education was that aunt of her half-sister agafia ivanovna who had looked after her in her father's house when she came from boarding-school the other aunt was a moscow lady of style and consequence though in straitened circumstances it was said that they both gave way in everything to katerina ivanovna and that she only kept them with her as chaperons katerina ivanovna herself gave way to no one but her benefactress the general's widow who had been kept by illness in moscow and to whom she was obliged to write twice a week a full account of all her doings when alyosha entered the hall and asked the maid who opened the door to him to take his name up it was evident that they were already aware of his arrival possibly he had been noticed from the window at least alyosha heard a noise caught the sound of flying footsteps and rustling skirts two or three women perhaps had run out of the room alyosha thought it strange that his arrival should cause such excitement he was conducted however to the drawing-room at once it was a large room elegantly and amply furnished not at all in provincial style there were many sofas lounges settees big and little tables there were pictures on the walls vases and lamps on the tables masses of flowers and even an aquarium in the window 
it was twilight and rather dark alyosha made out a silk mantle thrown down on the sofa where people had evidently just been sitting and on a table in front of the sofa were two unfinished cups of chocolate cakes a glass saucer with blue raisins and another with sweetmeats alyosha saw that he had interrupted visitors and frowned but at that instant the portiere was raised and with rapid hurrying footsteps katerina ivanovna came in holding out both hands to alyosha with the radiant smile of delight at the same instant a servant brought in two lighted candles and set them on the table thank god at last you have come too i've been simply praying for you all day sit down alyosha had been struck by katerina ivanovna's beauty when three weeks before dmitri had first brought him at katerina ivanovna's special request to be introduced to her there had been no conversation between them at that interview however supposing alyosha to be very shy katerina ivanovna had talked all the time to dmitri to spare him alyosha had been silent but he had seen a great deal very clearly he was struck by the imperiousness proud ease and self-confidence of the haughty girl and all that was certain alyosha felt that he was not exaggerating it he thought her great glowing black eyes were very fine especially with her pale even rather sallow longish face but in those eyes and in the lines of her exquisite lips there was something with which his brother might well be passionately in love but which perhaps could not be loved for long he expressed this thought almost plainly to dmitri when after the visit his brother besought and insisted that he should not conceal his impressions on seeing his betrothed you'll be happy with her but perhaps not tranquilly happy quite so brother such people remain always the same they don't yield to fate so you think i shan't love her for ever no perhaps you will love her for ever but perhaps you won't always be happy with her alyosha had given his opinion at the time blushing and angry with himself for having yielded to his brother's entreaties and put such foolish ideas into words for his opinion had struck him as awfully foolish immediately after he had uttered it he felt ashamed too of having given so confident an opinion about a woman it was with the more amazement that he felt now at the first glance at katerina ivanovna as she ran into him that he had perhaps been utterly mistaken this time her face was beaming with spontaneous good-natured kindliness and direct warm-hearted sincerity the pride and haughtiness which had struck alyosha so much before was only betrayed now in a frank generous energy and a sort of bright strong faith in herself alyosha realized at the first glance at the first word that all the tragedy of her position in relation to the man she loved so dearly was no secret to her that she perhaps already knew everything positively everything and yet in spite of that there was such brightness in her face such faith in the future alyosha felt at once that he had gravely wronged her in his thoughts he was conquered and captivated immediately besides all this he noticed at her first words that she was in great excitement 
an excitement perhaps quite exceptional and almost approaching ecstasy i was so eager to see you because i can learn from you the whole truth from you and no one else i have come muttered alyosha confusedly i he sent me ah he sent you i foresaw that now i know everything everything cried katerina ivanovna her eyes flashing wait a moment alexey fyodorovitch i'll tell you why i've been so longing to see you you see i know perhaps far more than you do yourself and there's no need for you to tell me anything i'll tell you what i want from you i want to know your own last impression of him i want you to tell me most directly plainly coarsely even oh as coarsely as you like what you thought of him just now and of his position after your meeting with him to-day that will perhaps be better than if i had a personal explanation with him as he does not want to come to me do you understand what i want from you now tell me simply tell me every word of the message he sent you with i knew he would send you he told me to give you his compliments and to say that he would never come again but to give you his compliments his compliments was that what he said his own expression yes accidentally perhaps he made a mistake in the word perhaps he did not use the right word no he told me precisely to repeat that word he begged me two or three times not to forget to say so katerina ivanovna flushed hotly help me now alexey fyodorovitch now i really need your help i'll tell you what i think and you must simply say whether it's right or not listen if he had sent me his compliments in passing without insisting on your repeating the words without emphasizing them that would be the end of everything but if he particularly insisted on those words if he particularly told you not to forget to repeat them to me then perhaps he was in excitement beside himself he had made his decision and was frightened at it he wasn't walking away from me with a resolute step but leaping headlong the emphasis on that phrase may have been simply bravado yes yes cried alyosha warmly i believe that is it and if so he's not altogether lost i can still save him stay did he not tell you anything about money about three thousand roubles he did speak about it and it's that more than anything that's crushing him he said he had lost his honor and that nothing matters now alyosha answered warmly feeling a rush of hope in his heart and believing that there really might be a way of escape and salvation for his brother but do you know about the money he added and suddenly broke off i've known of it a long time i telegraphed to moscow to inquire and heard long ago that the money had not arrived he hadn't sent the money but i said nothing last week i learnt that he was still in need of money my only object in all this was that he should know to whom to turn and who was his true friend no he won't recognize that i am his truest friend he won't know me and looks on me merely as a woman i've been tormented all the week trying to think how to prevent him from being ashamed to face me because he spent that three thousand let him feel ashamed of himself let him be ashamed of other people's knowing but not of my knowing 
he can tell god everything without shame why is it he still does not understand how much i am ready to bear for his sake why why doesn't he know me how dare he not know me after all that has happened i want to save him forever let him forget me as his betrothed and here he fears that he is dishonored in my eyes why he wasn't afraid to be open with you alexey fyodorovitch how is it that i don't deserve the same the last words she uttered in tears tears gushed from her eyes i must tell you alyosha began his voice trembling too what happened just now between him and my father and he described the whole scene how dmitri had sent him to get the money how he had broken in knocked his father down and after that had again specially and emphatically begged him to take his compliments and farewell he went to that woman alyosha added softly and do you suppose that i can't put up with that woman does he think i can't but he won't marry her she suddenly laughed nervously could such a passion last forever in a karamazov it's passion not love he won't marry her because she won't marry him again katerina ivanovna laughed strangely he may marry her said alyosha mournfully looking down he won't marry her i tell you that girl is an angel do you know that do you know that katerina ivanovna exclaimed suddenly with extraordinary warmth she is one of the most fantastic of fantastic creatures i know how bewitching she is but i know too that she is kind firm and noble why do you look at me like that alexey fyodorovitch perhaps you are wondering at my words perhaps you don't believe me agrafena alexandrovna my angel she cried suddenly to some one peeping into the next room come in to us this is a friend this is alyosha he knows all about our affairs show yourself to him i've only been waiting behind the curtain for you to call me said a soft one might even say sugary feminine voice the portiere was raised and grushenka herself smiling and beaming came up to the table a violent revulsion passed over alyosha he fixed his eyes on her and could not take them off here she was that awful woman the beast as ivan had called her half an hour before and yet one would have thought the creature standing before him most simple and ordinary a good-natured kind woman handsome certainly but so like other handsome ordinary women it is true she was very very good-looking with that russian beauty so passionately loved by many men she was a rather tall woman though a little shorter than katerina ivanovna who was exceptionally tall she had a full figure with soft as it were noiseless movements softened to a peculiar over-sweetness like her voice she moved not like katerina ivanovna with a vigorous bold step but noiselessly her feet made absolutely no sound on the floor she sank softly into a low chair softly rustling her sumptuous black silk dress and delicately nestling her milk-white neck and broad shoulders in a costly cashmere shawl she was twenty-two years old and her face looked exactly that age 
she was very white in the face with a pale pink tint on her cheeks the modelling of her face might be said to be too broad and the lower jaw was set a trifle forward her upper lip was thin but the slightly prominent lower lip was at least twice as full and looked pouting but her magnificent abundant dark brown hair her sable-coloured eyebrows and charming grey-blue eyes with their long lashes would have made the most indifferent person meeting her casually in a crowd in the street stop at the sight of her face and remember it long after what struck alyosha most in that face was its expression of childlike good-nature there was a childlike look in her eyes a look of childish delight she came up to the table beaming with delight and seeming to expect something with childish impatient and confiding curiosity the light in her eyes gladdened the soul alyosha felt that there was something else in her which he could not understand or would not have been able to define and which yet perhaps unconsciously affected him it was that softness that voluptuousness of her bodily movements that cat-like noiselessness yet it was a vigorous ample body under the shawl could be seen full broad shoulders a high still quite girlish bosom her figure suggested the lines of the venus of milo though already in somewhat exaggerated proportions that could be divined connoisseurs of russian beauty could have foretold with certainty that this fresh still youthful beauty would lose its harmony by the age of thirty would spread that the face would become puffy and that wrinkles would very soon appear upon her forehead and round the eyes the complexion would grow coarse and red perhaps in fact that it was the beauty of the moment the fleeting beauty which is so often met with in russian women alyosha of course did not think of this but though he was fascinated yet he wondered with an unpleasant sensation and as it were regretfully why she drawled in that way and could not speak naturally she did so evidently feeling there was a charm in the exaggerated honeyed modulation of the syllables it was of course only a bad underbred habit that showed bad education and a false idea of good manners and yet this intonation and manner of speaking impressed alyosha as almost incredibly incongruous with the childishly simple and happy expression of her face the soft babyish joy in her eyes katerina ivanovna at once made her sit down in an armchair facing alyosha and ecstatically kissed her several times on her smiling lips she seemed quite in love with her this is the first time we've met alexey fyodorovitch she said rapturously i wanted to know her to see her i wanted to go to her but i'd no sooner expressed the wish than she came to me i knew we should settle everything together everything my heart told me so i was begged not to take the step but i foresaw it would be a way out of the difficulty and i was not mistaken grushenka has explained everything to me told me all she means to do she flew here like an angel of goodness and brought us peace and joy you did not disdain me sweet excellent young lady 
drawled grushenka in her sing-song voice still with the same charming smile of delight don't dare to speak to me like that you sorceress you witch disdain you here i must kiss your lower lip once more it looks as though it were swollen and now it will be more so and more and more look how she laughs alexey fyodorovitch it does one's heart good to see the angel alyosha flushed and faint imperceptible shivers kept running down him you make so much of me dear young lady and perhaps i am not at all worthy of your kindness not worthy she's not worthy of it katerina ivanovna cried again with the same warmth you know alexey fyodorovitch we're fanciful we're self-willed but proudest of the proud in our little heart we're noble we're generous alexey fyodorovitch let me tell you we have only been unfortunate we were too ready to make every sacrifice for an unworthy perhaps or fickle man there was one man one an officer too we loved him we sacrificed everything to him that was long ago five years ago and he has forgotten us he has married now he is a widower he has written he is coming here and do you know we've loved him none but him all this time and we've loved him all our life he will come and grushenka will be happy again for the last five years she's been wretched but who can reproach her who can boast of her favor only that bedridden old merchant but he is more like her father her friend her protector he found her then in despair in agony deserted by the man she loved she was ready to drown herself then but the old merchant saved her saved her you defend me very kindly dear young lady you're in a great hurry about everything grushenka drawled again defend you is it for me to defend you should i dare to defend you grushenka angel give me your hand look at that charming soft little hand alexey fyodorovitch look at it it has brought me happiness and has lifted me up and i'm going to kiss it outside and inside here 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 and three times she kissed the certainly charming though rather fat hand of grushenka in a sort of rapture she held out her hand with a charming musical nervous little laugh watched the sweet young lady and obviously liked having her hand kissed perhaps there's rather too much rapture thought alyosha he blushed he felt a peculiar uneasiness at heart the whole time you won't make me blush dear young lady kissing my hand like this before alexey fyodorovitch do you think i meant to make you blush said katerina ivanovna somewhat surprised ah my dear how little you understand me yes and you too perhaps quite misunderstand me dear young lady maybe i'm not so good as i seem to you i've a bad heart i will have my own way i fascinated poor dmitri fyodorovitch that day simply for fun 
but now you'll save him you've given me your word you'll explain it all to him you'll break to him that you have long loved another man who is now offering you his hand oh no i didn't give you my word to do that it was you kept talking about that i didn't give you my word then i didn't quite understand you said katerina ivanovna slowly turning a little pale you promised oh no angel lady i've promised nothing grushenka interrupted softly and evenly still with the same gay and simple expression you see at once dear young lady what a wilful wretch i am compared with you if i want to do a thing i do it i may have made you some promise just now but now again i'm thinking i may take to mitya again i liked him very much once liked him for almost a whole hour now maybe i shall go and tell him to stay with me from this day forward you see i'm so changeable just now you said something quite different katerina ivanovna whispered faintly ah just now but you know i'm such a soft-hearted silly creature only think what he's gone through on my account what if when i go home i feel sorry for him what then i never expected ah young lady how good and generous you are compared with me now perhaps you won't care for a silly creature like me now you know my character give me your sweet little hand angelic lady she said tenderly and with a sort of reverence took katerina ivanovna's hand here dear young lady i'll take your hand and kiss it as you did mine you kissed mine three times but i ought to kiss yours three hundred times to be even with you well but let that pass and then it shall be as god wills perhaps i shall be your slave entirely and want to do your bidding like a slave let it be as god wills without any agreements and promises what a sweet hand what a sweet hand you have you sweet young lady you incredible beauty she slowly raised the hands to her lips with the strange object indeed of being even with her in kisses katerina ivanovna did not take her hand away she listened with timid hope to the last words though grushenka's promise to do her bidding like a slave was very strangely expressed she looked intently into her eyes she still saw in those eyes the same simple-hearted confiding expression the same bright gaiety she's perhaps too naive thought katerina ivanovna with a gleam of hope grushenka meanwhile seemed enthusiastic over the sweet hand she raised it deliberately to her lips but she held it for two or three minutes near her lips as though reconsidering something do you know angel lady she suddenly drawled in an even more soft and sugary voice do you know after all i think i won't kiss your hand and she laughed a little merry laugh 
as you please what's the matter with you said katerina ivanovna starting suddenly so that you may be left to remember that you kissed my hand but i didn't kiss yours there was a sudden gleam in her eyes she looked with awful intentness at katerina ivanovna insolent creature cried katerina ivanovna as though suddenly grasping something she flushed all over and leapt up from her seat grushenka too got up but without haste so i shall tell mitya how you kissed my hand but i didn't kiss yours at all and how he will laugh vile slut go away ah for shame young lady ah oh, for shame that's unbecoming for you dear young lady a word like that go away you're a creature for sale screamed katerina ivanovna every feature was working in her utterly distorted face for sale indeed you used to visit gentlemen in the dusk for money once you brought your beauty for sale you see i know katerina ivanovna shrieked and would have rushed at her but alyosha held her with all his strength not a step not a word don't speak don't answer her she'll go away she'll go at once at that instant katerina ivanovna's two aunts ran in at her cry and with them a maid-servant all hurried to her i will go away said grushenka taking up her mantle from the sofa alyosha darling see me home go away go away make haste cried alyosha clasping his hands imploringly dear little alyosha see me home i've got a pretty little story to tell you on the way i got up this scene for your benefit alyosha see me home dear you'll be glad of it afterwards alyosha turned away wringing his hands grushenka ran out of the house laughing musically katerina ivanovna went into a fit of hysterics she sobbed and was shaken with convulsions everyone fussed round her i warned you said the elder of her aunts i tried to prevent your doing this you're too impulsive how could you do such a thing you don't know these creatures and they say she's worse than any of them you are too self-willed she's a tigress yelled katerina ivanovna why did you hold me alexey fyodorovitch i'd have beaten her beaten her she could not control herself before alyosha perhaps she did not care to indeed she ought to be flogged in public on a scaffold alyosha withdrew towards the door but my god cried katerina ivanovna clasping her hands he 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 could be so dishonourable so inhuman why he told that creature what happened on that fatal accursed day you brought your beauty for sale dear young lady she knows it your brother's a scoundrel alexey fyodorovitch alyosha wanted to say something but he couldn't find a word his heart ached go away alexey fyodorovitch it's shameful it's awful for me to-morrow i beg you on my knees come to-morrow don't condemn me forgive me i don't know what i shall do with myself now alyosha walked out into the street reeling he could have wept as she did suddenly he was overtaken by the maid 
the young lady forgot to give you this letter from madame holikoff it's been left with us since dinner-time alyosha took the little pink envelope mechanically and put it almost unconsciously into his pocket end of section twenty three